Welcome back, episode 12, I'm smashing it. Now, I think it was episode 1 where I was didn't know what I was doing and I said, give me a dozen episodes and I should be able to, should be able to do, know what I'm doing. Turns out I might need another dozen because I'm still humming and ahhing. Um, now, if the quality doesn't sound that impressive on this episode, it's because I'm driving at the moment. I, it's a bit time crunch, and I wanted to get this podcast out to get this episode out. So that's that's the reason I'm just multitasking at the moment. And who said men can't multitask? <laughs> Poppycock. Um, so this is the athlete diary episode. So with this, uh, I was going to talk more about my Achilles um, and how I'm rehabbing it because I had a question before an email come through asking me about my about an Achilles injury and I so I emailed him back and told him all about mine so I thought I'll might as well just throw this on the on the show as well so it was really strange how I got got the Achilles because generally when you get an Achilles injuries um, it's generally you've ramped up in intensity or you, your shoes are shit itself or you're um, doing a lot of heel repeats or see I had none of all that when I was had, um, see, I cut the volume down on my running uh, about a week and a half, two weeks before I got the Achilles issue, and because on my other leg I had a, a soleus, a tight soleus, um, and it was a very minor strain. So, so I started. I backed the volume off significantly, and all my runs were flat. All my runs were at a easy to fair effort. I was still doing 10k runs on just through the weekdays and 20 on the so I backed it up for I was going from 65 kilometers run weeks to 40 kilometer run weeks three runs spaced over the three um, two 10 kilometers and generally a 20 kilometer one on the weekend I just got it out of the blue it was a freezing cold run I was freezing my ass off and just happened all of a sudden. So from from that moment on, I didn't think too much of it. I iced it and tried treating it the best I could, but I, I thought she'll be right before you know it. And then, it, and mind you, at this point, I'm three, four weeks out from Ironman Cairns. So I put, um, to get through it, it, I knew after a few days, I, it was very significant that I've got an Achilles I thought at the time it uh, might be tendonitis, um, but it's, I'm going to get the name wrong, so I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Um, it's the fluid in around the um, tendon, the, which, uh, and, and this is self-diagnosed too, so uh, it's an educated guess. Dealing with athletes all the time, you generally become um, a, a physiotherapist, an unqualified physiotherapist. So... I'm pretty sure it's the fluid in and around the, um, the, the tendons, which feels like you've got a, a band around the, above your ankle. So, the best, the best first instance on this is basically the old rice, um, rest, ice, elevate, compression. And I, I did all that, did extra massages, 
I thought it might have stemmed from a tight soleus um, muscle. So, but even then, that was strange because I was donating a lot of time to massaging my whole legs and stretching regularly. So I stopped stretching instantly when I got this, well, that, that area anyway. And so to get through Ironman Cairns, two days before Ironman Cairns, I go for a bit of a small run, testing out. I'd love to have worn my racing flats. So I tested them out two days before. I hadn't ran in them before, months before I did. But um, I got less than 100 metres in and my Achilles just went straight. Nice little pain. So I stopped, hobbled back home to the hotel room and I put wedges back into wedges so I thought I'll just run in my normal running shoes a little bit extra cushion I've got a wedge that's around five eight mils high well at the time it was five mils high and so I set my boot so I put my shoes into um, my transition bag in the morning of, and generally I sleep really well before an Ironman, but I was up all night, real restless, thinking, I wonder if that wedge is going to be thin, going to be high enough. And so the first thing I did is when I woke up is I made an extra wedge, um, and I and I thought I'll just keep it on the bike, keep it on, and I'll just take it off the bike as I run into transition two and put that in my shoe and off I go. And it was funny. People people find it funny how I sleep really well once the day before a race. I'm I'm out like a out like a log, sleeping like a baby. But I digressed a little. So after I no pains during the Ironman race at all. The wedges worked beautiful. I had two full weeks off from running, then started running very conservatively only in wedges all on flats and then two weeks in I got more Achilles pain so I decided because I'd only just started working with a cycling coach so I thought I'll donate a bit more extra time into cycling and swimming and started back into the gym again lifting weights so I didn't mind having a, a little bit of time off running so I decided to have six weeks off running I've slowly, very, very slowly, but surely, been progressing my runs. It started off very minor. I'm, I'm now the last two weeks I've been able to do 40k run weeks, um, and this I'll do another 40k run week this week. And I'm just, just everything's working well. I'm, I'm no longer running with a wedge in my shoe. I was up until a week ago. Took the wedge out. Um, I'm icing after every single run and sometimes I'm icing a couple times throughout the day after after that run this week I've also one because one thing I've done is I've been very conservative with the way I run I'm running on flat surfaces I'm looking at the way the road's tilting I don't want to put any extra stress on that leg so with this I've noticed my balance has decreased significantly in that leg so this week I've started stretching again in this stretching my Achilles and calf 
and I've set this first time, but it's all minor. I'm not going deep. I'm still massaging it very, very regularly. I'm still icing it after every run. I'm wearing compression socks, or calf guards, I should say, on um, my long runs. And I'm just being very careful with the way I run. So my balance is a bit off. So this week I've started doing balance work on... I'm obviously got to do it on both legs, but I'm probably favouring my leg with the Achilles issue more because you can tell I've been very conservative. You can you can feel it. So I'm I'm working on um, balance there, and so that's where I'm at with my rehab. But I I could easily say it's pretty well healed, but I'm nervous as shit about it. I'm going to pretend in my head I'm still carrying an injury for the rest of this year. I'm still avoiding hills. I'm not running up any hills at all. So I come to a hill, I stop running, I walk up it, and then I continue running after the hill. So I'm not not knocking, not mucking around with it. I don't I don't want to be talking about this three months from now. So. I do plan to do Cabri Marathon in early January, mid-January, um, but I do plan to just keep at this volume for another three more weeks and then I'll slowly increase more volume into it, just trying to keep more flattish. Um, to probably, I'll slowly increase some small inclines, but I'm just going to say it in my head, you're injured for the rest of this year with it, just and nurse my way through it. Now, the now, we'll digress slightly. Just because you've got an injury doesn't mean you need to stop running. It really doesn't. Now, I'm probably going to have to do another episode. I'm going to have to write this down while I'm thinking of it. But I had an Achilles issue. It was silly for me to stop running. I had a big race coming up. So I packed wedges in my shoe to, to take the stress off the Achilles, take the stress off the soleus. Um, there's a lot of injuries. You go to a doctor... And they're going to say, you're going to have to stop running for four, six, eight weeks, whatever. Often there's a little hack that you can sneak your way through it and and keep running or keep training. But whether you have to run on a particular side of the road or there's just so many different little hacks. Um, I, I tell athletes where they get injured I can't tell you that you can't that you can run because I'm not qualified to tell you that I'm I'm a you know a coach but I can say if I was you if I was in your position I would do blah 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 fill in the blanks and then I've had a lot of success with that so at this stage I've had a 100% success rate with that but they're all calculated risks as well what I do I'm not I wouldn't wouldn't dare say to someone do this and when I've got no idea what's going to happen so but they are calculated risk but sorry but that I've digressed I will do another episode and go into more details about different injuries and different hacks um, but that that's for about now so if you have any questions regarding training racing nutrition Send them through, Tim at trainsmove.com. Until next episode, Uru.